Hello Ooh. and welcome to Motor Cult episode 28. My one, name is Eric Berger. This is one spicy wiener. I got a really hot wiener in my mouth. <laughs> that man you just heard over there is Ryan Sineski. He's my co-host. Who also has a hot wiener in his welcome mouth. Welcome back. I'm tearing up right now with this spicy wiener in my mouth. Oh my <clears> God. I, we're just oh. going to jump into beer. After, I, need, yep. I, need, I need some beer. Okay, yeah. Uh, we're drinking uh, Inky uh, Hootenanny. It's a happy vice. Uh, Let's it, simultaneously do an open here. Right, uh, one second here. Uh, oh, God. Uh, this is so hot. My mouth. That was a good beer. Yeah, it quenches it's the good. heat. It actually does help oh, a lot. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, so we just had a new Bohemia. What is it? Firewurst? Yep. It's Hellfire brought, I think. They're not fucking right. Your eyes are like red. <laughs> I love spice. That thing has genuinely got some kick. Ow. <laughs> Literally just before we started the episode, ladies and gentlemen, I pounded the rest of that brat, and it was, it is still fighting me really, really hard. Uh, so, Burger. Yeah. Uh, talk about Pikes Peak. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, Pikes Peak, it's a wonderful mountain in Colorado Springs, Colorado, 14,400 feet peak. They do a hill climb. They've been doing it for 30, 40, oh, way more than that, almost 100 years. <clears throat> in fact, they're about to do the 100th running, I think in a couple of years here. They've already had their 100th anniversary, but the war <laughs> got in the way of that. Anyway, so uh, Volkswagen just shattered the record this week with an electric car. It blew the electric car record away by 59 seconds. Wow. Which is massive. What was, it, also, what was the previous record uh, held by uh, Privateer? Uh, on the electric car, I don't remember. I think it was. Um, but no, anyway, it wasn't. Okay. It, it also beat the Loeb record in that really awesome rally car or whatever. Oh, yeah. 208 or something. Oh, the Peugeot 208 GTI. Beat him by 15 seconds. Jesus. God, I'm just hemorrhaging fluid. Um, so the Volkswagen IDR <laughs> is the car. <laughs> the Volkswagen IDR is the car that beat it. Uh, with uh, a Frenchman, Mr. Dumas. He yeah, did it in France. 7 minutes, 57 seconds, 0.148, which is huge. That's massive. That's my whole story. Okay, cool. Hey, uh, Mitsubishi, previous uh, Pike Speak. Yeah. Um, Alumni. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. They have a very serious PR issue right now, because on Facebook and Twitter, there is a uh, trending hashtag that is hashtag not my eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is excellent. It's from <laughs> it's from people sharing their the Mitsubishi Eclipse. Uh, promotional ads. The sport cross or the yeah, Eclipse cross. The, the Eclipse cross. Yeah, with the promotional ads <laughs> on Facebook with hashtag not, not my Eclipse. And if you go onto the Facebook, the Mitsubishi uh, America, whatever their Facebook oh, is, that's so good. and you look at the Eclipse uh, promo videos, it is bombarded by negative remarks. Is this like the time Mountain Dew did a naming contest for their new flavor? And it was overtaken by 4chan, and the winning flavor of Mountain Dew was Hitler did nothing wrong. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Okay. It's kind of like that, but I think this is genuine public outrage. Um, I wonder why. Yeah, I know, right? Well, it's, it's like beating a puppy in public. I, I, I read the comments, and it's like, you'll have like one lady that's like, I don't get what the problem is. I don't want an eclipse, but it fits my dogs into it. And then everybody else, like for every one comment. Paul Walker would be shitting in his grave. For like every one comment of somebody not knowing what's going on, there's like 30 negative comments. Good. <laughs> um, I'm glad we've covered the Eclipse Cross so thoroughly so we it, can stay on the forefront I, I, of this I think, terrible um, track. Yeah, no, it really is. Um, but yeah, no, Mitsubishi, they're definitely having some issues. Uh, you know, as much as I want to love them. Yeah, me too. Like, the only, you know, I always say that the only one that I'd ever buy is the Mirage because that's the only one where the quality matches the price point. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, as I worked the other day, and a gentleman brought in a Outlander, which I don't understand why he brought Outlander to a Volkswagen shop. I think he was somebody's relative. But I was looking at it, and it was, this is a 2017. This is less than a year old. Well, less than a model year old. Yeah. I got into it. The knob for the radio was missing. <laughs> like gone gone broken off <laughs> like couldn't be replaced or just missing missing like you saw the little silver the little, little metal tab yeah the little metal tab that you can get out but not the actual plastic piece 
I had fallen off. Uh, it looks like that the glue had failed on it. And then I was washing it, and I looked at the rear fascia where they have the little stainless steel thing. Yeah. And there was surface rust on the stainless steel. <laughs> so it's 409 stainless. <laughs> yes. The kind with enough steel in it where it still rusts. Yeah, that one. <laughs> so it, it's, uh, they, they have some quality controls, control issues. They need to get that fixed. Um, it's not good. Uh, that's that's a bad thing. I'm so. pulling up this link you had here on this story, <laughs> and <laughs> I love it. I'm just like reading the link before I paste it. It's Facebook commenters slam Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross. I also get like triggered whenever <laughs> I see a reporter slam. use the word slam because it's Me so too. overused. But this is the one where it's okay. Like that's just too hilarious. I'm just looking for like screenshots in this thing. That's a nice looking they, Aztec. Yeah, no, it, they have <laughs> hate it and hate being reminded on, on Facebook every day. <laughs> Why would somebody make a Prius SUV? <laughs> These are great. Oh, God. They're, they are hilarious. I also saw another one today that makes Shame. two I've seen in my Shame life. Shame on you for calling this an eclipse. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but if you if you scroll up to it, or, or scroll up a little bit, and click the like, one that says this comment, that link, it actually will show you the Facebook link. And the oh Facebook link my. is... They are gold. <laughs> Are so funny. Is this like that? Uh, you look at Amazon reviews for like popular items. Yeah, <laughs> like the Facebook. Or sorry, Amazon reviews for like a Vuvuzela or whatever it is. Yeah, or like uh, the Harbro sugar-free gummy bears. Oh my God, Haribos! Yeah. Or the the giant beach ball uh, that <laughs> terrorizes that the one. East Coast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like a ninety-foot <laughs> radius beach ball that got away. And <laughs> it's like the giant Lego man that kept washing up on beach. In France, yes, okay, <laughs> but I guess terrorizing families vacationing on the east coast. Oh, God. oh, I didn't want this to be a video, Facebook. You're probably just, ruining our live stream. Just pause the video okay. and scroll down. I'm working on it because like that's that's, that's no the Mitsubishi ad that everybody's commenting on. That's it, it's actually the video. Let's keep going. So, I'm, no, I'm click where it says comment, dude. I'm, I'm going up here to comments. Uh, okay, okay, something bad happened. Your tab just crashed. Uh, Thanks, yeah. Facebook. No, all of Firefox actually just crashed, including my show notes. Great. <laughs> That's fantastic. So Mitsubishi also ruined the internet with the Eclipse Cross. Wow. Way to go, Mitsubishi. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, so Mitsubishi, uh, you need to get your shit together. Yeah, fuck off for that one. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can go ahead and fuck right off. You are not General Motors. You cannot get away with this garbage. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of General Motors, uh, there is a new Chevy Blazer. I saw Announced. that. And it, and it is not a blazer. Especially after talking about the Typhoon the last couple episodes, I see this thing, and it looks like a traverse that somebody just like smushed in the it, mud it, a little bit. It is bit. completely in, indiscernible. I, I had to actually... I can't tell the difference between... I had to a, Google uh, what yeah. a traverse looked like to figure out that it was not actually just a replacement for the traverse and, and to find uh, out they're still and making an it. It's just It's the same thing. You're just making three identical vehicles. Just stop it. Yeah, it's really awful. It's, I don't think the Blazer name has that much cachet, but like the little cachet it had is now completely gone. Yeah, no, it did. Uh, by this RAV4 looking terribleness. Want to hear the most hilarious part? Well, of course I do. That's why we do They're this. making in Mexico. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so even the five Republican people that is would it going to be able to get were, over the wall? Uh, I don't. I don't think so because it, it has it has electronic like not real all wheel drive that you see on crossovers. So no, it won't. It won't even get to the wall because it can't get through sand. So um, all we have to do is pop one of the CV shafts out and it won't move. Basically, yeah. Okay, good. But it, I think it's just hilarious because oh, the only no. people the only people who are going to buy it are like soccer moms who remember the K5 the K5 Blazer and K5 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 Blazer and like driving it to their like cousin's house to have like a late night sesh. Uh, <laughs> Good lord, man. But anyway, um yeah, so I, I think that that is just a terrible travesty of a vehicle. Um uh, but uh yeah, I is, love that it's made in Mexico. I really th That's do. like probably my favorite part about that <laughs> America. Vehicle. Mexico. It's the most American well, car. Well, the thing is, America is technically Mexico because it's an, in the Americas. Oh, sure. If you don't say the made in the United States of America, it could be Mexico. Um. Oh my God. Bathroom this, I, I'm not going to eat this while I'm, while I'm doing the podcast. I Dude, just. I literally I, like, can't. My nose is still going. I, I oh. was. I've been done eating for ten minutes. I. I <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Why? So, Jew, while you're in pain, why don't you talk about I'm Coil get, Rod's I'm, new I'm announcement? Gonna, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get some good some good news because we've been talking about bad shit this whole time. <laughs> um, 
Koyorad, uh, they make they announced that they're making radiators to the X90 series Crusta so Chaser. So I'm guessing Koyorad is a manufacturer of cooling products. Yes. Okay. Koyorad. I feel like we should pre- preface that because a lot of people don't know that. Yes, a radiator company out of Koyo, Japan. Great. Hence the name Koyorad. Good news. Um, but no, they're making uh, radiators for the uh, for the triplets Crusta Chaser Mark II from the X90 series Toyotas. Uh, those are Japanese only. However, they're so popular for importing that they're actually making parts for them in America now. That's very nice. It's really cool. Uh, they're also making them because the, I imagine just because the radiator itself happens to fit, they're also making them for Maximas and Z32s. I know they what probably, Z32s are and they Maximas. Prob- yeah, they probably just have to like move where the tabs are, which is easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what um, I was wondering, yeah, what are some other cars from that era that need more aftermarket support, do you think? Well, are you talking specific cooling system or no? Just, just in cars in general. Like, what's where are some cars that need more aftermarket because they're getting popular and just need more stuff? Uh, the W one fifteen Mercedes would be a good start. Which ones are those? Bolubski. Bolubski. Nineteen sixty eight to seventy six, basically the E class. Okay, yeah. Uh, that car has a lot of support for Mercedes parts wise, but like it has no aftermarket. And that's well, you've just been dealing with that. But is that that common of a car to modify? It is. I've seen a lot of those modified. Yeah, that usually they're just slammed out and whatever. But like, and and along with that, I guess I'll say like most '80s Mercedes products. Yeah. Really, they don't have any. I mean, the parts are so good to begin with. I kind of get it, but they don't really have anything. But that's the thing is, they're like 190s, especially in 300s, are kind of blowing up. Well, they're blowing up with W126s. Yeah, like that's what I mean. Like a lot, a lot of my kids are getting them. So Um, I think that's pretty huge. E30 is really good, so I'm not going to worry about that. Pretty much all BMWs are pretty set. I would. I don't know. I mean, I would say um, stuff that's not well. Z31. For sure, because yeah. those are really beginning to get popular now. Oh, oh, us uh, third gen Supra, the third gen. Well, yeah, the Doesn't third really gen. Have that much support, I think the the, for the, the M series yeah. engines just need more in general because they came in everything. Like it makes it doesn't make sense not to make stuff for them. Okay, let's. Okay, the M series engine yeah. needs more. Support. I mean, that just needs more stuff for yeah. it. Um, the I know these are beginning to get more stuff, but the dots and L series. Both uh, straight oh, six yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. straight like four, and the twenty six or whatever. Yeah, and the twenty from the five ten. But those a hot brat. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> those all need to get more, um, more just stuff. For I them. agree. I mean, it's just like especially ignition stuff because it, it's one of those things like I feel like my sixteen hundred has more aftermarket. Support if if your car. distributor goes out in a two forty, yeah. You're kind of fucked for the foreseeable future because just buy a used they, distributor. Well, no, that's the thing is they have such common problems. All the oh. used ones are breaking. <laughs> so it's one of those things. Oh, I've now, got one for you. Yeah. Uh, how about Polaris personal watercraft? Do those have what? You cannot buy parts for them. New, used, aftermarket, nothing. But they just want you to buy another. They're one. less than ten years old. They just want you to buy another one. They don't make them anymore. Oh my god, Polaris! Come on. Yeah. And this is a Minnesota company, so I have no problem ragging on them. Uh, we also, we also have some a, of yeah. these. That's stupid. Anyway, not a car, um, but still, that needs aftermarket support big time. Yeah, I would definitely say those. I mean, really, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like, Hondas have a lot of stuff. A lot of Toyotas Tons. still do. The Tinker Toy cars. I, I think uh, also the A86. That's that has one. a lot of support, dude. As far as... Like you just go to Home Depot and buy some garden edging. That's no, but I mean, I mean, like per, for, for performance thing. stuff, yeah. But I mean, like if you need like a window seal, oh, oh, yeah, like well, actual like a lot of old cars that don't have that maintenance stuff. It, like on A eighty sixes, like that needs to be done. But I think aftermarket performance stuff, uh, definitely uh, the ones I mentioned previously. You know what? I'm also gonna throw this out just because I'm, I'm angry about it. Uh, Subaru, EA series vehicles, because uh, <laughs> the thing is. It sounds stupid, but no. One part will fit every Subaru from 1970 to 1994. You have coilovers; they will fit every single car. That doesn't sound stupid at all, because that's how Subaru works. Yeah, but that's the thing: is like by building like one part will fit every car, pretty much everything. Like a performance radiator for a car that has notorious cooling problems. Yeah, like that would be huge. But I mean, I can get one. I have to modify it from a BRZ, but like. They make radiators for BRZs. They just need to move the um, the mount points in a couple inches, and then they'll fit perfectly. Jeez. 
like they make the part basically. They just, they just need have to, to modify it a little bit. They need to modify it a little bit. Like that does not cost anything in manufacturing. Really. Is there like intellectual property where they can't take an OE design and like modify it a little no. bit and sell it? Not even. So because that's an aftermarket part. But they don't. Yeah, right. they can. They just choose not to. I would call that an improvement upon an OE design. Yeah, that's what that would be. So that that's just one of those things. It's just huh. it's frustrating. Um. Anyway, we're kind of just busting through this episode. Oh my god, we're we're already halfway through. Don't say. But yeah, so I, that that's definitely a car that I would put on there. Um, huh. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about like window seals and things like that, I mean, almost everything. Yeah. There are just parts. I mean, even like floor mats for most of the cars I own, you can't buy them. Yeah. Even if they're 10 years old. It's just weird stuff that goes obsolete. So I'm not saying necessarily that I want aftermarket support, but I think uh, just better... Well, aftermarket, aftermarket OEM style, like, at all. Yeah. Like, anything. Like, I, I just want better OE support. Like, I don't care if it takes me, like, six months to get a part, typically. Yeah. I just want to be able to, like, save the molds for it and just, like, give me the option to wait and just make a batch next time you get a bunch of orders for it. Yeah. That, that's know. kind of the thing. Is, uh, and if the aftermarket could take up the slack with a similar quality product, I'd be all for it. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Like, I would love performance stuff, but I'm going to take what I can get. <laughs> well, you have no choice because that's kind of what we're stuck with is taking what you can get. Yeah, exactly. Um, exhaust stuff, too, I would definitely take for, like, Cressidas. Because I, I can get some, like, there's, like, two companies but for custom Cressidas. exhaust is so easy to do. That's true. That is true. I mean, it, there's and there's so many things, like, decibel limits and stuff like that that actually, like, matter. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I mean, those matter more on, like, racetracks than they typically do I, on I guess, streets. yeah. But, I mean, like, it's one of those things where Some it's, states it's, are more strict, I suppose. It, it's, it's easier to get something, like, that actually fits into a decibel limit, like, if you're custom custom making it, as opposed to having, like, buy an HKS exhaust where... What sort of Nazi municipality are you living in where there's a decibel limit? Well, I'm thinking more like California or something. Like, I'm sure they probably have something like... I know, actually, I know Laguna Seca oh, for dude. sure does. Have you seen the exhaust mods they have for that track? Oh, have you ever seen, like, the Porsche Club, like, of America <laughs> yeah. when they take over the track? It's, it's like everybody's got, like, a Bosozoku exhaust. There's, like, 60 pounds of exhaust hanging out the back of these cars. Um, which you have pictures of on the screen. <laughs> I mean, that was actually a painful attempt at a segue, but I think we did all right. But, yeah, no, Laguna Seca, Mazda Laguna Seca Raceway. It's actually not Mazda. It's WeatherTech Laguna Seca Is it? Now. Okay, yeah. I did not know that. Anyway, there is a yeah ninety decibel limit on track. So ninety? I think it's ninety. It's that's really, less it's than really low. That's less than normal. Uh, like yeah, ninety n- decibel. Nine. Th- that means on a, the outside of the track, a stock Shelby Mustang can't be on the track. Right. That's insane. It's because rich people bought houses near to the track, and were so rich that they were able to then overcome the fact that they had we're, been there far one less second. time. One second. We're the track. we're gonna we're we're gonna have to talk about rich douchebags. Because sure. yesterday, Jana and I were eating some frozen custard uh, over by Excelsior because it was like uh, okay. literally 110 degrees outside. It was it, pretty bad. Yeah, it was actually 110 the at one point. The heat index was 110. Yeah. I never saw more than 102, but... Yeah, it was it was bad. And uh, so we, we, we went on a ride around Lake Manitaka where sure. you're going to have like a giant open area so you get wind and it's going to be cooler because it's a big body of water. It yeah. actually works really well. Okay. But we um we got dinner at Hazleton's and over by Joe's. Isn't Nova's. that a drug rehab facility? I don't know. That's Hazel Hazel Hazleton. Hazleton, sorry. But anyway, we 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 got dinner over by Joey Nova's and um, nice. Then we went to uh, Excelsior to get some uh, frozen custard, which Culver's. A, no, no, from this place called the Dells. Uh, and it, actually, the fr- frozen nineteen cu- or twenty one. Yeah, no, right? Uh, 21. It's a better album. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're all with the punches. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, it was actually really good frozen custard. However, they fucked up my order three times. All right. I got to hear this story. I, I, asked I know for, it's not car related. I, but I asked for a cookie dough Sunday. I like hearing about your plight. I asked for a cookie dough Sunday. The first thing they gave me was a bowl of vanilla frozen custard with some cookie dough on top. I said, that's not, that's not Sunday. And she goes, oh, we don't make a cookie dough Sunday. I'm like, you make a cookie, you make a, a chocolate chip cookie Sunday. Did you ask to speak to the manager? No. Oh. I'm like, I was asking, I'm talking to a lady. I'm like, you, you make a, co- a chocolate chip cookie Sunday. And she goes, yeah, but yes, for cookie dough. I'm like, why didn't you just substitute out the chocolate chip cookies with cookie dough? Like, I'm sorry, I misspoke or clarified or something. Anyway, in the process of doing this, this like mob of like white, 
early like first of all early twenties early twenties late teens like lake scum walk in you know what I'm talking about parents credit cards. Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. But you know what I'm talking about when I, when I say like lakes come, like we're talking like boat shorts, uh, <laughs> boat shorts. He's flashing his cash low. Yeah. <clears throat> we're talking like boat shorts and Sperry's and polos, like those kind of, yeah, that. I know. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Just like total douchebags. <laughs> I don't know who would Anyway, <laughs> these people come in, they complain about the, not just these people, but it's kind of like they, they come in and just start grabbing random things without verifying that's their order. Like they think that's their order. Um, but then the people behind me in line who were totally different were complaining that there weren't two lines when there was three people in line. They should open another line. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking genius. Yeah, what was that, that a Louis C.K. Yeah, sketch? Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> but they had, they had, like, people complaining about the line, and there was people just grabbing random things, and then I, it was just, uh, it was, it was so horrible. It was like the, the, every single, like, white entitlement person ever was there. I go out into the parking lot, right? Entitlement. I go out into the parking lot because after they, after they messed up my order, I eventually said, fuck it, and just left yeah. with my two ice creams that I got. <laughs> which were not what you ordered, but probably still really good. Well, they, get, they got me the first one, which is totally wrong. They gave me a cookie dough sundae, or they gave me a chocolate chip cookie sundae that was a child size. It you was, know, most of the time when I get ice cream, I deliberately order a child size. Well, my problem is I just paid for a full size. Oh. And they gave me a child, so I was pissed. They gave me a child, and they gave me the wrong thing. They gave so you a child, or they gave you a child-sized child, ice cream? child size and the wrong thing, so I was pretty pissed. Okay. Anyway, go out to the parking lot. I am now double-parked by some <laughs> douchebag's Land Rover. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like in between a tree, a Jeep Wrangler, and a Land Rover. So I can't go anywhere. I have to wait for the person to go out to the Land Rover. The fir- the person that goes out to the Land Rover, some old 16-year-old girl with her hair in a side bun with, like, Uggs on. It's just, oh, it's so cringy. And so I'm pulling out, finally, after I'm able to get out. I have to do, like, a 35-point turn because this other kid with S2000 decided to, like, park as close as possible to the douchebag with the Land Rover or the Range Rover with, like, three feet of space on their left side so I could open their door all the way. I get out... And I now have a Chevy Colorado that I have to do like a 40 point turn to get around. And while I'm doing that, I'm saying to Jan, I'm like, like, God, this guy parts like a douchebag. And one of those entitled little pricks had walked in and just started gra- grabbing random things says, Hey, you call me a douchebag. And I'm like, no dude. Well, yeah, but no, <laughs> that wasn't directed at you. But if the shoe fits, wear it. And I drove away. I was so mad. Also, it's the first time I had Janet ever listen, voluntarily listen to trap music after that. So, Burger, you're making a face. You okay? The sidebar of my Facebook page, which is open on my other browser, has suggested pages on it. Yeah? It's a page that I reported two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> is it Piss Jugs it's Realty? It's Piss Jugs Realty. Uh, Why is it suggesting I like this page? Because you reported I reported it. it for, like, pornography or something. Uh, it wasn't that. It was oh my God. Probably, I think it was cheese a, pizza. Asking you for your money. Uh, <laughs> anyway, a- and on topic because S two thousand and you know it's topical with piss jugs and trailer park girl. That's true. Anyway, yeah. So, can I speak to your manager types? Great. If the glove fits, reference. Great. Not getting the correct ice cream. Not great. Or custard. Yeah, custard. Same shit. Well, it's not, but anyway, I don't know how the hell we segued upon that, but anyway, uh, I want to talk about... Rich douchebags, that was it. Oh, right. So, yeah, the rich douchebags. I totally understand communism. Now, like, I get it. I get why communists are pissed after meeting people like that. Okay. (laughs) That's that's a bit of a stretch, but I'll roll with the punches here. Um, Entitled douchebags are why the 90 decibel limit exists on Laguna Seca. Sorry if you guys can hear that, but Doc Speaking Brown... Speaking of 90, 90 decibel limits, Doc Brown does not fall in that category. He just got that running, because currently, I thought none of his cars ran. Yo, dude, it's an old air-cooled Porsche... 27911, yeah. I'm guessing it's stroked out quite a bit, but, yeah, I mean... It sounds beefy. Yeah, it's an old air-cooled with, like, square 345 slicks on it. Perfect. 
with no mufflers, basically. Which means no, it was actually straight yeah. yeah, anyway, so the people with even some louder stock cars, they have to go to Laguna Seca, and they are really strict on this limit. You do a pass, they've got every car on a decibel meter every time. Yep. The stand is on the outside edge of the track on the main straight, so you can either pedal it if you remember, or you can do one of these mods. And these things are generally external, so they're yes, they bolted are. to the existing outlets. Yep, they are. And they they're, like, really cool. fastened to tow hooks. And what these generally amount to are pipes and or mufflers. With, like, a super trap muffler, yeah. Usually with a super <laughs> trap or an actual physical muffler or two or four. <laughs> and they face to the driver's side of the vehicle. They face the infield. Yeah, so it so directs the exhaust it. pulses yeah. inside <laughs> so you don't hear them on the outside. And this somehow passes. Yeah, it barely. Because they use a decibel meter on the outside. So, like, even, like, the houses on the other side of the track, like, you're going to hear this way louder car because it's just piping the noise the other way. Man, fuck rich douchebags. But it's hilarious. <laughs> just, like, these, it's a lot of Porsches, mainly. No, it really is. <laughs> Porsches are really afflicted by it. Um, I've seen more Porsches do that than any other brand. But uh, it's just great. You see, like, a brand new 997 going around the track, and it's got, like, 50 pounds of super trap pipe oh. hanging off the back. No, I, I, I remember last time I was out in uh, Monterey, I went there for a Porsche track day just because I wanted to go go there, and there happened to be a Porsche track day. Um, Weird. But yeah, it was really, really hilarious to see. I love I it. love those. I don't remember what led me to coming I, across I those photos. I kind of want that to become a trend. I think they look cool. I they mean, look really you tight. Said it's, they, it's, it's like almost a, like Bozozoku. It's like a Bozozoku style like <laughs> Takeyare pipe, but it actually is there for a purpose. But it's, it's very German. <laughs> it's, it's like, why do you do this? Like, oh, for style in Japan, or yeah. like to fight the man, or, or to be myself. But in German, it's like it's very efficient it way of meeting a, standard. It's an efficient <laughs> way of meeting standard. And when I'm not at the race track, I have full performance. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I don't want to sacrifice power, but I also don't want to get kicked off the track because they'll black flag you for an entire session if yeah. you go around and, oh, you, yeah. and you exceed the. They, they are they're brutal about it. One might even call them Nazis. Yes, they are the sound Nazis. Mm. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, when I was there, there was a guy who has uh, 944 kicked out because he was just straight piped. Yeah, those are pretty loud. <laughs> you know what else is really loud? Huh. Harley's. Oh, <laughs> they are really loud and really yeah. dumb. They are stupid. I had to ride the Indians around. You know, nobody buys Harleys game. like in our generation anymore. It's always like I wonder why. Like old, it's always just old farts because I don't know. Millennials aren't douchebags usually. Well, I mean, they are because I, I learned yesterday. I have a recommendation are. for a douchebag right here on my sidebar. <laughs> I don't know how to say no thank you. Um, but yeah, no. Maybe I, I should report the you page know, again. You know uh, where Harley Davidson's actually do sell really well? Uh, oh, I bet it's another country. Yeah, um, Eastern Europe and ah, Thailand. You didn't give me a chance. Well, I thought you were going to say Uruguay or something, so, which would not be correct. Cause, or India, which also would not be correct because they like their Royal Enfields, which are better bikes. Um, Sorry, I need to report this page again. No, that's right. Um, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> Donald Trump has a stupid fucking trade tariff. Um, <laughs> he's just the worst president. <laughs> You know, that, that's even the U.S. just like, I, I, I've previously said that about some, like, Democratic or, like, leftist presidents before, but Donald Trump's a firm number one um, for just the worst. But anyway, uh, his stupid trade tariff uh, that he's trying to do uh, is backfiring because Harley-Davidson is now moving a plant that produced motorcycles for export. Uh, that if I'm not mistaken, I think that was in Arkansas, uh, and they're moving it to, like, Croatia or something. Or like, uh, wait, I think it was like Estonia or something like that, for production in the European Union uh, to avoid the tariffs. Oh my goodness! So yeah, he's he got these trade tariffs to make more jobs, and here we go. Here go jobs right straight to Estonia. So hey, if you want to keep your job at Harley Davidson, you can apply for citizenship in Estonia and get yourself a mail order bride. Yeah, it'd be great. Or wait, the other way around. I don't. I don't you know. You have what, to get the mail order bride to get you to marry them I, to go to Estonia. I don't know anything about Estonia. Um, I, I assume know their, their ladies are very attractive. Are they? I just. I, I assume that Estonia are they, aren't they? Not. I don't know. I don't actually know. I've I, been to Estonia. I am confident that Estonia still has the black plague lingering around, and they still use a fuel. I'm going to Google Estonia. I do not women, know anything and about I hope Estonia. This goes okay. <laughs> Watch them end up not be making the plant in Estonia. It's in like Czechoslovakia or something or whatever they call it these days. Serbia, I think. Serbia? was it Serbia? Serbia? Let me turn up the peanut gallery microphones for our Patreon. Hello. Think it, you think it's Serbia, Scott? I read the article, but I can't remember. Oh. It's Eastern Europe. 
Eastern, yeah, Eastern Europe. It, it, it doesn't matter. They're all they're all severely underpopulated countries. Oh, I think Estonian ladies are quite attractive, actually. Why is that? Oh, they you're are. seeing the they are properly the attractive. Country. I googled it, Google so this the is clearly worst country on Earth, and you'll find the most attractive people you can imagine. Is that like the college humor thing where they had the uh, the college campus thing? Like, this literally never happens. This is the only modern builder on our campus. All the rest of them are made in an architectural dark age. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, yes, these ladies are quite attractive. But yeah, so the Donald Trump's stupid trade tariff is uh, backfiring on me. I but love I, it. I think they mo- moved the factory from Missouri. I believe it was oh, Missouri. Oh, it was Missouri? Yes. Okay. Although they're a very proud Wisconsinian. Well... Company. They, they, they are factories very, are all over the place. Well, the thing is, they're they're targeting a, a lot of um, other countries are targeting companies that are based out of red states like Wisconsin. Um, so yeah, that's not 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 good for them. Um, yeah, so that's uh, pretty funny. Anyway, I think we should talk about the World Cup of Cards. What do you think, Burger? Uh, are you yeah, or are you busy no, looking at Estonian women? Yeah, whatever. Just do that. Burger, oh, hey, Burger, right there. Right, no, 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 no. Right there. That, no, no. One to the right. That one. No. That, that's your average that Estonian looks like woman. Mar- Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, she does. That's how I assume Estonian women look like. Oh, here's, here's a meme for Estonia. And I apologize for everyone that isn't uh, doing the YouTube version right now because... They say that every girl in Estonia looks like a supermodel, literally. I think they're just malnourished because they live in a feudal system. Maybe they're suffering from internal parasites. Tapeworm. Anyway, I want to talk about the World Cup of Cars. All right, yeah, let's do it. There's a lot of garbage teams that are that we're just kind of clearing out. There are out. a lot of garbage yeah. teams. Uh, so we're going to clear out uh, Denmark versus Peru. Peru doesn't make shit, so Denmark wins uh, by default for the Zenova ST1. Frankly, Zenvo. Yeah, if if Peru did make something, Zenvo would probably beat it. I, yeah, that's probably I, I, Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think Peru makes like coffee, don't they? Yes, in. Yeah, and coffee. Peruvian pan flutes. Yes, that's true. And llamas. And llamas. Yes, ja- you guys Janice said, said that llamas. simultaneously. Yes. <laughs> Should I be worried? No, we like llamas. Llamas are cute. Have you ever seen a llama? That's not not in a person. Yeah, they're they're kind of like alpacas, but they're not quite. Sorry, as I'm cute. just blowing up this image of Estonian women. They don't get more attractive as you get closer. I'm just saying. They just get more pixelated. Yeah, like, you're right. They're like 15. Fine, they're average. The one on stage left. Estonia, is, a land of seven. The one on stage left is actually pretty cute. I mean. So you're talking the, stage left, sh- so you're saying it's on our right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. She looks really mad. Yeah, well, she's from Eastern Europe. She I probably has stage, the plague. Stage like, she probably just lost her mother to the plague. So she's mad. really mad at my God. Also, move on. Yeah, thank Stage mid-right is the best. The brunette is the best. I don't care. I just don't care. Anyway, Peru doesn't make shit for cars. Denmark does. They make a great car. Uh the next one is Argentina versus Iceland. I was considering doing one of those cool Icelandic dra- drag racers that go over uh, bodies of water and they drag race on water. But, oh, weird. But none of those vehicles are actually Icelandic, so it doesn't count. Um, what about the uh, Arctic trucks guys? That's what I'm talking about. Those aren't actually Icelandic vehicles. They're modified Japanese and German vehicles. Yeah, I guess you're right. All yeah. the important stuff is made by the people who know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. And they just make them better. Um I will say though that Argentina um, do make some pretty cool cars. I mean, they they made they made the Denarg D two hundred, which is amazing, but they also have uh, Persang, which is my favorite. That's the company that like remakes Bugatti. Yes, stuff, right? they don't remake; they make because actually Bugatti has certified them as being factory equivalent. But they have new vins. Yes, but they're literally made like all the way down to the. Uh, to the way that the bolts... Car is home. Okay, cool. All the way down to the way that the fasteners are manufactured are like OEM spec from like 1920. So I think that's kind of cool. Uh, of course I think that's cool. Anyway, we do finally have one, um, I guess, competition or one game here, okay. which is Croatia versus Nigeria. I'm going to just... My my gut reactions to go with Croatia because they don't the solicit. Remac is really cool. Well, that it's actually Remas, Remace. I don't care. Remace, but no, it's because the Nigerian prince. I'm so sick of his emails and phone calls at this point. Did you ever get your money from him? No. Yes. Yeah, I sent my good faith money. I wired it over just like he asked. Anyway, uh, can you take the lovely Estonian woman off and bring in the Innocent Umu? 
That's the Nigerian car. Yeah, I'll I, try. I-N-N-O. I'm reading it. Okay. Inusen Umu. Yeah, yeah, there, there we go. Dude, that looks like a crappy Subaru Legacy Outback. No, it doesn't. Because if you look at it, it's closer to a Chevy Aveo. A GX mixed with a Sentra. It looks like a Chevy Aveo. It's a Corolla with an Aveo and a Mazda 2. It has a Buick front end. Anyway, supposedly, yeah, it does. they just never paid any of their workers. And it's questionable if they're still around and still producing vehicles. Because Nigeria... Make it yours. Drive with pride. Yeah, that. Innocent Umu. Definitely the pride of the nation. Not to be confused with the nation's pride. The fictitious movie and Inglorious Bastards. That's, um... All the picture links are broken on this side. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that this company's still around. I think we're going to give it to Remat because I made, like, a 1,500 horsepower. Remace. I don't care. 2,000. Fi- yeah, 2,000 horsepower electric car that Richard Hammer, Hammond... It flies cr- really yeah, well. Yeah, Richard Hammond crash-tested, and then they made a better one. And hopefully that goes into production. Yeah, just don't lend it to Hammond. We uh, we will be happy to test it. Yes, exactly. So anyway, congratulations, Croatia. Um, yeah, you, good, good job with your. You have uh, moved on to the next uh, to the next round with the remace. Um, but yeah, so interesting engineering. I'm gonna do this one for a change. That's fine. Even I though mean, I, I feel already, like I've done the last three. So you've like, done the last. That's fine. Like, we do them in bulk. It's cool. Yeah, we can do it. Well, it's whenever one of us finds something cooler, and I'm usually busy. Honestly, we started this series. I'm like, oh, there's gonna be so much to talk about, and like, oh, really? Yeah, it's it's hard. My to find. threshold for interesting. Is like, it's really high. Really <laughs> high. Yeah. I don't want to talk about like something boring. Like, like this is um, this is an air conditioning compressor. Yeah, exactly. It, uh, this is how little, AC compressor works. In it with some oil that doesn't react to the refrigerant. And, How, uh, however, I think I found something. Okay, what do you have? The Renault 8 automatic transmission. Dude. Was a manual transmission. So it's like the smart transmission where it's an automated manual? Kind of. It used a ferromagnetic clutch. So just a single clutch? Is this, is just an Because they didn't want to make a whole new transmission. Right. They made a clutch... That's ferromagnetic. So what it would do is... Is use electricity to engage it or what? Exactly. Okay. So the uh, accelerator pedal um, acted as an adjustable resi- uh, resistor, a rheostat. Okay. And, or a potentiometer, I guess. Thank you. Um, and as you step more on the gas, it sends more uh, power to this uh, ferromagnetic powder that's in this... So basically, the, the clutch and flywheel in this thing, as I understand it... It's hollow and it's, full of ferromagnetic powder. It's like a viscous fan clutch, but with a magnet in it. Exactly. Okay. And so, as you step it's on the gas more... Kinda cool. It's really cool. As you step on the gas more, it sends more power to uh, into the magnetic dust. So uh, yeah, it dust pulls the filings and engages and it more. Engages it more, exactly. And so... Um, My transmission is best transmission because it engages more. But yeah, exactly. But I, I think that's ferromagnetic powder. I think that's really cool because you would still be able to shift the gears manually. Yeah, you would still have everything. Did it still have a clutch pedal? Just uh, a potentiometer on no, it? No, no, no. You didn't have a clutch pedal. You would let off the gas to shift. Oh, okay. And by letting off the gas... Oh, that, so it's literally like driving an SMG. Yeah, where basically. Like you can help it along. Except the thing is, is it's directly um, responsive to the gas pedal. Oh. So you don't have to wait for the computer to figure shit out but so most ferromagnetic crap it like has a little bit of a lag period once you demagnetize it does this system have that same sort of foible where if you were to let off it's got a little bit of latent magnetism it has to discharge before it has to okay so it's still a piece of shit I mean, as far as I make transmissions go, it sounds like I mean, probably the coolest one I mean, it's a French automated manual I'm guessing this thing isn't going to be good but I still feel like it bears, you know, asking the question yeah, I mean, it, I think that's actually... How was like, that brought, by the way? Very hot. Okay. It's, actually, it calm, once it, it's actually a lot cooler now. But yeah, look at all those different spices in there. There are There's a lot of fresh there's jalapeno a, there's, in those. There's a lot of bright colors. <laughs> Just what I want in my food. Yeah, exactly. That's um, the color of urine. One second. Okay. <laughs> so what vehicles... In uh, what time frame were this? The 1960s, really. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. That's actually pretty impressive then. Yeah. So it was in the, the 4CV, the Daphne, the Renault Daphne. 8. Um, they all had it. I think it's actually really cool just because that's a really interesting way. So is this a pre-selection then or is it? Kind of, yeah. It okay. kind of was. It is sort of like that. It was called the Furlec. Um, 
clutch, ferromagnetic electric, or ferroelectric okay. clutch. It was based vaguely off of a um, off a German design. Oh, actually, you know what? Sorry, they had an electromagnetic clutch release mechanism as well that actually basically used another magnet to counteract that in the throwout bearing. Oh my god, it's just it's really cool. But I think it's a really cool way that they did this because instead of making a whole new transmission, yeah, like you just basically had an electro- a, a magnetic clutch. That you it just wouldn't seems have like to. a half measure, though. Yeah, it totally was, but I think as far as half measures go, this but is a very 60s, interesting. But in the 60s, like traditional torque converter automatics didn't have lockup converters. Like this, presumably, was more efficient. Yes, it was. It was actually significantly I mean, more efficient. I'm guessing it was also lighter weight. Yeah, it was. And actually, the the oh, transmission shit, that was my fault. the transmission was different because they it was uh, one less gear. I probably didn't have the detents in it or anything either if it was robotized. Although maybe it, it wasn't if you still had a gear selection. Later. It was it was a 3-speed transmission instead of a 4-speed. That's the only thing that was different. But okay. I think I'm not sure why they did that. I imagine probably for more dur- it's for be packaging, probably just extra bulk on the transmission. I th- I think it might might be for like durability of the gear because in, ca- be. in case it in case it didn't go out all the way like you didn't have this tiny little gear, you had a little bit Bigger more Bigger gears to yeah. have a little more abuse tolerance. Exactly. Like a D-series transmission. Yeah, it's like a Honda D-Series. The Honda D-Series are the widest gears you can get of any Honda. And the strongest because yeah. they're designed to work with idiots. Exactly. They're idiot-proof. And I think that's it's just such idiot a... Idiot-resistant. Well, I guess, yeah, resistant. I just think it's a, it's a cool <laughs> design. Um, and the best part about this is they never removed any of the stuff for the manual transmission. So if you yeah. bought one with a ferromagnetic clutch and say a clutch breaks, yeah. because Renault designed these cars to last forever you would have all the fixings for a manual transmission. So and they actually did that on purpose. Put a clutch and flywheel in it and a clutch pedal and yeah. hydraulics and you're good. It w- you'll have a three-speed manual. Deal. So you can use all the manual Why stuff. Why don't manufacturers do that? I don't know. I think because they want to sell more cars, but this is the thing. Is no, this I think is it's a, to support the dealer networks, actually. I, I think, think this, is a, this is from an era where really the world was still coming out of austerity. A bygone era. Yeah. And this is an era where... Like, if somebody's car breaks down and they don't have enough money to buy another car, it's not like you're going to just get another sale. You're just not going to have a customer. Right. At all. Yeah, they're not going to go from, like, two cars to one or one to zero. Or, like, one to zero and then lose their job and then be homeless and now you're definitely not selling anything to them. Like, <laughs> these are cars where people are like, hey, I got this austerity car and now I, I can move up in the world. Let me go buy this Dauphine or this Caravelle and get a better car instead of going to another brand. And I think that that's a really cool way that they designed that. Cause if, if I appreciate the fact it's serviceable. If Mitsubishi or Volkswagen did something like that, that would, you know, that that's a great way to get lifetime customers. Cause yeah. I guarantee you every single person that had one of these would probably still drives a Renault if they're still alive. Not every single, but I'm, I'm guessing of the vast majority. I'm pretty confident there, There's of that. so many idiots out there that just change cars for no reason. That's a good point. I shouldn't say every, but I think the vast majority that took I think the vast majority is fair. We're probably really yeah. happy with them. Yeah. And if they broke down, they could swap but them over. they probably went to a later one, which wasn't as well thought out. Well, they bought... wasn't as serviceable. I'm sure they bought more than one. Yeah. So at this point, they might not be. They might, they might be, be two or three cars past that now. Considering these were from the 60s and 70s. Yeah, I mean, you get that, then you get a Renault 5. Which Those is a are great really car. good, especially the uh, turbo. Yeah, if you, go, if you go from like a Renault 8 to a Renault 5, it's not a bad thing. You're, you're still buying a good car, especially like a Renault 5 Maxi or something. Yeah. It's just like the front wheel drive turbo that wasn't insanely expensive. You're still getting a Didn't great car. Didn't look quite as cool, though. How'd the French car episode uh, trail into the next episode later this we week? We had a lot of content. I guess we did. We still have stuff. <laughs> Nick, uh, who, was in the, who was in the peanut gallery, mentioned we should do a five-minute French car segment, but that no, might be, we that might be a bit we sneak that much. into interesting engineering. I turned up the microphone for Nick just in case. Yeah, I know. He's not going to say anything. Okay, perfect. Uh, no, I, yeah, we, we can just throw into interesting engineering from time to time. It's probably interesting engineering slash interesting history we're gonna run out of topics on interesting engineering so well it well we're not just trying to talk about like just like any any boob topic either because like as much as i want to talk about it as as much as i talk about like a up i want to talk about an updraft carburetor but that's not really that interesting that's just old carburetors themselves are fairly interesting yeah but an updraft is just like basically my boss's aircraft tug has an updraft rochester on it 
Yeah, they're, they're not that interesting. It's just not no, old technology. No, it's just a pain in the ass to work with. Yeah, it's, that's all it is. Yeah. So, anyway, we had to do a shorter episode because we had to get going today. We spent too long on the French car episode. Yeah, Did you have I, anything I else you just, wanted to add? It's better to do it that way. Yeah. No, I, I think we're probably good for 28. For episode 28? Correct. God, I'm just looking through everything. To, I know. It, can you believe we've been doing this since March? Did we do a... Um, we didn't do any, any, a Patreon yet. Uh, we had Nick... Right, next question. No, we didn't. No. Not this episode. Well, bear with me then. Let's pick something. Yeah, I want to get a Patreon because you guys actually matter to us. Um, let's see here. Oh, God. My computer is messing up. That's fine. I'm looking through this stuff. Um, <laughs> this is really interesting radio here. Oh, mine is also freezing <laughs> up now. This is pretty good. Great. Thank you, Google Drive. So here, here's a good question. What's, what makes for a great road trip? Is it the car or the destination? You know, what auto events would you actually drive to? I don't even see this one. Where is it? Uh, Highlight it. Uh, <laughs> God, this, you're just making this even more interesting. Oh, for there it is. Okay. The I just need to know to take it out here so we don't do it okay. twice. Anyway. Um, yeah, let's do this one. This yeah, one's good. so this, this one's fine. And it's going to be quick. Uh, great road trips. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, anywhere it's aesthetically pleasing to drive. Well, really. for I me, I, I actually hate road trips. I do them all the time, but... Um, I'm surprised that you hate them, because you are always on the road. I drive like 45,000 miles a year. Yeah. Um, but th here's the reason. I enjoy the destination, but a lot of people, when they go on road trips, they'll plan it out, and they'll do multiple points of interest no. along the way. I get from A to B as fast as humanly possible. I, I, do, I do the same thing, and maybe there might be a C. If C? I... Yeah, like if water. I, no, if I do A to B, oh, okay. I'm not gonna have some. Well, like, I mean, I'm not gonna, gonna be gas up. stops to piss. Well, no, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna like go do some touristy stuff. Right. Like if I'm going A to B, yeah, that B destination is definitely be my thing. If I do have like, if I got like a final thing, right. like it's very if I'm driving oriented, it's planned ahead. If I'm driving to Chicago, yeah, and I'm like, yes, I'm. Gonna You're go not gonna it. stop in the Dells. No, I, if I'm a, if I'm driving to Chicago, I'm be like, hey, we're going to Tuner Gallery. I'm be like, cool. Oh, also, we're going to stop by, you know, Milwaukee. We're going to see the real-time no. Honda collection. No. And this is actually going to be, like, pre-planned. But I'm like, I'm not going to, like... Right. It's I'm not, not an on-the-way It's not an on-the-way thing. It's going to be something where I actually go, hey, this is going to be part of this of this travel. So that's that's the only way I do it. So, all right. So that's Chicago. Uh, what that's was, just, that what was, was just an example. What was the last road trip you took? Was it Chicago? <sighs> Within the... No, actually, I, I went to a couple years ago. I drove down to... Most uh, recent. Yeah, I, I mean, most recent. I think oh, might have okay. might have been in Wisconsin with Ben. I don't... Okay. But the thing is, like, I do, like, a road trip once I'm actually somewhere. Like, I'll actually fly to California, but I'm not going to, like, okay. fly to San... I'm, sure. I'm not going to fly to Monterey. I'm going to fly to San Jose and then drive down to Monterey. Okay, okay. So... So you don't typically start from the Twin Cities and go somewhere far oh, away. Oh, fuck no. Okay. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It also... I mean, I, mean, I do. It, it matters about the car. It does. I'm not going to drive my mouse to fire the bent wheel and have to feel the road <laughs> vibrations for 30,000 miles. That'd be the worst. Oh I, I, barely, I hate driving my Mazda 5 here with a bent wheel. That's fair. I mean, yeah, there are certain annoyances that I certainly get. I mean, it, it, otherwise, it's actually probably a pretty good road trip vehicle. I, presumably working air conditioning, cruise control. Lots oh, it's of fantastic. Yeah. yeah. If it wasn't for that, I'd love it. Okay. Um, so what was the last place you actually went, though? In your car. From here. Oh, BIR. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, in-state counts, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, so BIR. I mean, that's still 100 and something miles. It would have been way better if I didn't have a bent wheel. <laughs> but it was such a good podcast studio. It, it was It was a great <laughs> podcast studio. I need some new wheels, though, because I'm just absolutely aggravated. The place I went for a road trip, I mean, I, since you did BIR, that was mine, too. So I'm not going to do that. I'm trying to think. How far? I go on a bunch of little ones. That's the thing. Well, I mean, yeah, again, I drive all over. Like, I just don't know where to draw the line. I mean, I do the, the Waffle House trip with TCBMW. I think if you're driving for more than four hours, it's a road trip. I think even less than that, potentially. Two? I mean, Brainerd's two hours. Yeah, I guess, yeah. So, so if, it, if it takes the majority of your day to get somewhere, like, right. if you have to sleep overnight Well, somewhere. I mean, for me, it's like, I do the Waffle House trip, I do Pikes Peak, occasionally I do South Florida. To visit the parents. Ugh, that'd be yeah, so we got we got six hundred, 
1,000, and 1,800 miles. I do have one that I'm prepping for because okay. it's a come up at some point. What it's, is it? Uh, driving to Alabama. I, my, my granny is like, nice. my granny is very old, profoundly old. Is this the granny that's extremely promiscuous? No, that's my grandma. My granny oh. is the one that... Uh, Sorry, those are the same word. No, that was Beverly. No, well, I know it's Beverly, but I didn't know where Beverly lived. What, what is what is granny's name? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it, this is the one from Alabama. Trying to toggle the peanut gallery mic just no, in case. No, this, this is fine. No, this is the one from Alabama who's... Uh, different. I'm guessing um, she's very progressive. Exceedingly. Oh, okay. Exceedingly progressive. Ooh. Very, very progressive from Anniston, Alabama, where she was born in the 1920s. Wow. To- this is not you good. You can kind of, yeah. Yeah. I'm saying without is, saying. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, I read you loud Anyway, she's, she's borderline 100 years old, so... Um, yeah, it's just a matter of time, so I'm, I'm, getting, I'm prepping for it, so I'm going to probably take the Cressida okay. when it happens. Sure. Um, and yeah, I, I think it'll be a nice road trip, actually, so... Well, I mean, Scott and I went to, we, we drove through Alabama on the Red Fiat in 2012. It's an aesthetically beautiful state. We drove through at night, and oh. we went to a rural Waffle House where the people were <laughs> questioning why two men were in a small Fiat in the middle of the South. Ah, how, what did their hoods look like? Were they white and pointy? They were. Weird. Yeah, that might be what your problem was. Oh, okay. Um, no, but, it's, it's a very beautiful God. state, and just... Don't talk to the people there. No, I try not to. But we, we really <laughs> wanted Waffle House. Like there's like we did four thousand miles. If you're in, if you're in the urban areas, days. you're probably okay. Yeah, but it's like even one of those things where if like you don't have a truck, you have a problem. Or it's like I remember even if you have a muscle the car, episode of Top Gear back like ten years ago where they went to the south. That was a caricature of it, but it was not too far off. That was I'm guessing it's pretty close. That was an extreme example of what people are kind of like there. Um, <laughs> NASCAR sucks. Hillary for president. Yeah, that that would that that <laughs> country be westerns rubbish. Y'all trying to get beat up in a hick town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's exactly um, kind of what you'd be running into. So the you mentioned Alabama. Is that where you want to go, or that's just the next one? That's probably where, where it's gonna going to be. But I was where say, do you want to go? I'm gonna say actually Georgia, because they have amazing. Uh, driving roads. I would love to go to Georgia to go to one of those massive donk meets. Yes, that'd be not great being too. Facetious. No, no, actually, it, I genuinely see, am fascinated by. Did the you donk see meet. the uh, Speed Hunters article they did on donk culture? No, they did one where it's a car show and uh, eighth mile drag race day. I, I saw the yeah the yeah that was actually that. it was really cool. But I go to um, donksnob.com. That guy's awesome. But I uh, no I um I want to go there because you know we were talking about in the previous episode. Uh, good driving roads are usually a result of. Po- like poor funding for your infrastructure. Yeah, and you can't afford to build <laughs> yeah. bridges. It's way cheaper to follow the contours of the earth than it is anyway, to plow so through it. Alabama and Georgia are entirely foothills to a mountain range. Yeah, so it makes for they're the adjacent best. great stuff. Yeah, they are the best roads. And if you can have a car that's fairly fuel efficient, you don't have to talk to people as you absolutely have to. You're golden. Because you get some great roads. So Georgia, there. okay, yeah, Georgia. Georgia's I, a little bit better because Georgia, you get you get Atlanta, you get more like more built up areas. I think the next road trip I'm genuinely excited about. I'm planning to do the. I was going to do it this last year, but I just it wasn't logistically working. I was going to do the uh, Great Lakes mistake, Lemons Rally. Oh yeah, that one. We were, we were talking about building the 924 diesel. Exactly. That would be great. And I still might do that. I might just buy an XJ6 and do a cop out. Might buy a Chevy 2500 van and like get sponsored by my company, but. That's beside the point. It's a, uh, I mean, it's a loop of the Great Lakes, basically. Yeah, yeah. But we also do like Tail of the Dragon stuff like that. I've never done Tail of the Dragon. I would love, love to, to, and that's also in Georgia. No, it's not. Yes. Yeah, oh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, yeah. whatever. Every, everywhere south of the Mason Dixon line is basically the same place. Tennessee's a lot closer than Georgia. Yeah, but it's basically the same place. Okay. So they have country and or western music, pointy so white hoods, and fried chicken. Your God damn it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but for <laughs> fuck's sake, man. <laughs> okay, so that's the trip you you want to do. I think... Uh, and it's not... I mean, it's not... It doesn't sound like necessarily a destination thing. It's just... Well, it's, it it's, a ma- it's a matter of the road. Okay. That's what it is. I think it's it's more the experience of the drive. Because I'd be... So... I'd be happier doing that than driving to California, because I know driving to California, I have to go through Nebraska, which... Oh, my God. Just like Pikes Peak. Exactly. That Which, if ruined, you guys come with next year, we do have to drive through Nebraska to get there. Yes, I, I do intend on coming next year. But it's one of those I things where Pikes Peak. that's one of those states where that state... It's terrible, Jenna. It, 
the the thing is it's drive horrible. because of driving through that state. Yeah. That evens out driving to California between driving to Georgia. Like, California yeah. is just a better state than Georgia. Talk about a point C. That's like rest after you get to Nebraska because you want to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Nebraska sucks. Fact, Scott and I drove to uh, Pikes Peak in 2012, and while we were driving through Omaha, we saw somebody commit suicide off an overpass. I don't blame him. Yeah. I would too. It made perfect sense. It, it made, made the news. We found it. Yeah, anyway. But yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where just Nebraska sucks. And the thing is, they have like restrictive speed limits. Like, why do you even have a speed limit? What do you do? Drive into a corn husk? Oh my God. There's nothing to drive into there. Well, they're just called the Huskers for a reason. Because they got nothing else to name after themselves. They don't even have an NFL team. Oh, my God. That's a digression. I didn't even it know is. sports. All right. I'm going to skip over the auto, auto events that are worth the drive because you kind of discussed that you're going for the road. I go for the road. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm not For me, it. it's like the Pikes Peak. That's the only event that I've really traveled for. To, for me, to get me to drive through Nebraska, there's probably three, oh there's three events that will cause me to do that. It will be Concourse d'Elegance, number Which one. Hopefully, we're going to this year. Knock on wood. At the very least, we're going to the uh, to the Monterey uh, Laguna Seca historic car race that happens then. Oh, I'm God, going I'm so for at least bad. a period of time. I'm not sure if I'm gonna get into. I would rather go to the Concours and go to Vintage at Road America. It is three hundred dollars for a ticket. You don't even get wine. I don't care. And you have to look at pre-war cars. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> what would it take for you to take an EV on a road trip? Oh, uh, it would take either time or enough charging station, fast charging. Let's say you've got. I would a, love to. Let's say you've got a Tesla Model S 100D. Yeah, I totally take it. If, assuming I got a month to get to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, legitimately, it would take 24 hours to charge no, without fast charger. No, it doesn't. It takes 45 minutes. But anyway, um, no. So I, actually, I, I got two other events. I would say. Okay. JCCS. Japanese Classic Car Show in Long Beach, California. Why am I not surprised? It, well, I've been wanting to go to that ever since oh, I started running for JNC. You're answering the question. I appreciate um, that. And the third one is uh, Week Fest in San Francisco. What the fuck is Week Fest? Uh, Week Sauce Industries was a like uh, parts importer in like the mid 2000s. Anyway, they uh, went out of business because they were really just uh, a Ponzi scheme. Because they were Week Sauce? No, because because they, they were actually fraudulent. Um, yeah, however, that's pretty weak sauce, if you ask me. However, but. the guy that did marketing for him didn't know that. Oh, jeez. And when he found that out, ah, he, he actually trademarked Weak Fest himself. And when he quit Weak Sauce Industries, he continued doing Weak Fest. Weak Sauce Industries went out of business, and Weak Fest conti- continued on. It's now that's actually of, a cooler story. Than it's a really cool story. <laughs> They're actually the one of the largest uh, import car shows uh, like series in the world. It Jesus. was in the country up Where until. Where is this? Uh, they have one in San Francisco. They have okay. one in uh, Japan, and I think holy shit, they have one in Chicago. I think nice. Florida, Atlanta, and they have I a lot New of York. them. Okay, yeah. so they, they Jesus, have a few. That sounds like cars and coffee scope. Yeah, but this is actually one company that does it. It's like hot import nights, but it doesn't suck. Ah. <laughs> Getting a mental picture here. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but as far as EVs go, I would just, you know, take one because I want to. Yeah. I mean, I even considered very briefly, albeit when I bought the 500E, I'm like, what would it take to drive this thing home? And then I quickly did some research. It took about three minutes to realize, nope. How long no. Would it, how long would it take? It would take like 22 days. Yeah. See, I said like, I would literally need a month. <laughs> but like a Tesla, you could legitimate. It adds two weeks no it adds like five hours or something over like two thousand miles so you know how uh we were talking about we, road trips suck because you get the little digressions where you stop at like the dells or something yeah that literally would be the tesla and you'd be stuck there for yeah see the thing is the superchargers they're not in desirable locations near real good points of interest they're yeah. at gas stations in the middle of nowhere yeah it sucks yeah like oh you can get some southern you can get some southern soul cooking Actually, which is really good. I love something. I was going to say, I mean, soul, soul food's pretty bomb. I, mean, I that, had that, a that, bad the, example. It's just deal with it. Y- you get to deal with like shitty Nebraska bodega food. I don't want that. Actually, yeah, that, no, that that would be a better example of why you don't want to use the Tesla fast charger. But oh my god, I saw a picture on the internet this last week, which was a picture of a supercharger, and it had like a bunch of fast food trash next to it, like. 
Good thing I bought an EV to save the world and leave all this garbage by the Tesla supercharger and like had like a used diaper and like a drinks carrier. I'm like, Gross. dude, nasty. All right, well. I think it goes more to say Tesla owners aren't really buying. They're just buying it because they want to like look posh. Smug. Yeah. Hippies can't afford it. Pond scum. I am excited about <laughs> Your microphone. Oh my goodness. Collapsed. <laughs> my microphone. Uh, and on that. I, I think on that bombshell, we I, should end I the show. To, I need to fix my microphone, and I have to do that off, off microphone. <laughs> so, Help me, please. This, I, I can't. I'm holding a hot dog. No, it's, I didn't actually mean it. it just, <laughs> All right. We, we have, a, we have a, hor- a horrible, horrible tragedy. Uh, thank you very much for listening to Motor Call. Hopefully, we will save Burger from oh, being God, impaled. No. no, God, no. No. Pause it! Pause it! I can't pause it. I just we need to stop it and then I'll fix it. I hope somebody's watching the video. I do. This is terrible. This is the okay. Oh, here it is. I found the microphone. Um, 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 so thank you for listening to Motor Cult episode 28. Everything is going to all hell. Um, we will see you next Saturday. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye.